welcome back to the uh, Boneyard Podcast, everybody. This is your host, Jared Shaffit, along with Salty Steve. Salty Steve, as in uh, Artemis Brower. Yeah. Um, Salty Steve. Guys, today. Um, we're, we're we're gonna we're gonna break this thing down here here real quickly, and then uh then, then we'll go from there. Um, it, it it wasn't. It was not a good. Uh, it was not a good game. <laughs> for the second straight week, ECU scores first, and for the second straight week, ECU gets blown out. Yeah, so. I, I I don't even know what to say, Artie. I'm. I mean, ECU comes out first play of the game, first play from scrimmage, pick six. I'm thinking, okay. We were hyped. I mean, we were. I, 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 if y'all can't tell, I mean, I've already kind of lost my voice. Uh, that's when I lost it. The energy in the stadium at that particular moment was euphoric. It was like, okay, this is what we've been waiting to see from not only this team, but from this defense for a very, very long time. And we had more fans, believe it or not, at the game at Georgia State than Georgia State fans did. So, um, We'll, we'll 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 break this thing down for you guys and, and get into the details of how we let this thing go. But uh, it was not pretty today. No. Um. So yeah, let me let me, let me just start off. I mean the the pick six. I mean the defense to me, it wasn't good, but it looked uh, it looked stronger against a weaker opponent this week. The the pick six was highlight of the day. The highlight of the day. And then our defense decided, I, I don't know what happened. Um, I guess it, us not making adjustments, um, us not playing, just flying to the ball, not gang tackling. I, I said this probably six or seven times today. We didn't gang tackle. We weren't flying up to the ball. There was no sense of urgency. I think we let them drop 28 in the first quarter. Uh, 28 in the first quarter. Uh, that's that's just absurd. You can't You can't expect to, you know, try to stay in football games when you're giving up 28 in the first quarter. Um, and then from an offensive standpoint, um, I feel like we've digressed. I don't see any momentum. I don't see any transition going forward. Um, you know, we, we, we've been hyping this offense up the entire offseason, um, and it's kind of been a letdown. If, if I'm being honest with you, I love this team. I love this coaching staff, but it has been a letdown. Um, I think we had what? Was it one or two special teams touchdowns? Today we had two. We had two special teams touchdowns yep. plus the pick six, right? Yep. And then a bunch of field goals after that. I think our offense scored, what, one touchdown? No, offense didn't score anything. Offense didn't score any touchdowns? Offense didn't score anything. Offense didn't score any touchdowns? Just a bunch of field goals. Just a bunch of field goals. So that lets you know right there where we stand as an offense. Um, we scored 29 points. And the offense was good for nine nine points and, and field goals. So going forward, the big question for me is, where is the development of Houghton Aylers? This is year three. This is supposed to be the breakout year. We're, you know, we're, we're supposed to see the development. And I feel like today he he digressed, if I'm being completely honest with you. There are some plays. Now, now our, our, our O-line, granted, a little banged up. They played atrocious. Um, I don't know how many hurry-ups. I don't know how many times Houghton was damn near sacked 
or quarterback pressured. It has to be at least 65 to 70% of, the, of, of our snaps he was pressured. Uh, but even then, he was just making pretty bad plays. And that's just something you don't want to see from a, from a third-year quarterback going into what should be his breakout year. And, and then from a defensive standpoint, we actually locked down in the second half. Um, we gave up one real touchdown. We gave up a garbage touchdown late. Uh, but from a defensive standpoint, you know, we gave up one touchdown in the second half. And so our defense gave us an opportunity to get back in the game, and we fought. Um, you know, we had that block punt for the touchdown uh, late in the third quarter going into the fourth. Um, and it kind of gave us a little bit of momentum trying to inch back into the game. But, again, when you spot somebody 28 in the first quarter, it's kind of hard, you know, to, to come back from that. Uh, Destin, what's, what's their running back's name? Destin Coates. Destin Coates. My goodness, man. He, uh, he deserves a star. Uh, I, I, he, he couldn't be stopped today. 20, Your quarterback played well, too, but he, he just couldn't be stopped. 20, 23 carries, 113 yards, averaging 4.9 4. yards per average. Uh, his long was 23, and he scored two touchdowns today. I mean, that's – 4.9 yards a carry puts you in the Hall of Fame, Jared. <laughs> that puts you in the Hall of Fame. It's just, there's just no excuse for that. So, um, it, there's so many questions going forward. This was supposed to be a week where we knew that Georgia State was going to be competitive. Nobody thought we were going to come into Georgia State and just ramrod them and blow them out. We knew that they had a good offense. We knew this was going to be competitive. But to lose in the fashion that we lost in, there was just no energy. There was no hustle. I said this a thousand times, too. The sideline. I love to see, even when you're down by a bunch, I love to see players getting people hyped up, getting people involved, saying, all right, come on, come on, fellas, let's get it. Let's, let's get motivated. We, we, we still got this. We can still get into the game. I didn't see any of that today. I didn't see any of the coaches trying to get anybody excited today. So, and and we, were, we were sitting pretty close to the sideline. Yeah, I, I was watching body language the entire time. It, and it, 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 it was abysmal. It the, looked like a mess. The, this team looked like today, it, it looked like it didn't have any fight in them whatsoever. It looked like... It honestly looked night and day differently than what I was seeing last week. Absolutely. Against UCF. And we got blown out last week, but at least we, we put forth an effort to made you – it made you a little excited. Okay, ECU is going to come out and be competitive. And to pretty much lay an egg against Georgia State today, um, I don't know where we go going forward. That, 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 that was a game that we should have won. That's Make no bones about it, we should have won that game. And uh, Georgia, Georgia State – I'll keep on saying Georgia Southern. Georgia State gave us every opportunity to get get back in, in that, that game. In that second half, they wanted us to come back in, in that game, and we just refused. And, and we, we couldn't take advantage of those opportunities. And and that, I think looking at looking at today's game, that's probably the most frustrating point part of it. This team doesn't know how to win. This team doesn't know how to take advantage when the other team gives you the opportunity. Not to mention that our offensive line and defensive line are atrocious. We need, we need, to, and we we can't. We need to be able to recruit these guys, these big guys, going up and getting some of these guys maybe from the from the Midwest and these big guys, the corn eaters. We we were we were getting pushed around on on the up front all day. We were getting on both the hell up on both sides of the ball, and we 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 were getting pushed around like a redheaded stepchild and. I, I I get it, y'all. Y'all want to see Mason Garcia. Y'all want to see what he can do. I I get it. Hey, I, I'm I'm kind of right there with y'all. I, I, I like I like holding nailers. I believe in holding nailers. But at the same time, you got to remember Mason Garcia. No matter what, 
is going to have to play behind With the same offensive line. Offensive line, mm-hmm. and he's he's a freshman. He's a true freshman coming in having to play behind that offensive line. No, I got to see him up close and personal for the first time today. That's no boy. That's a man child. Oh yeah. That's a that's that's a grown ass man. Oh yeah. At eighteen years old, that is a grown man. <laughs> he is huge, but you know, I, like like you said, I still believe in Holton. I still believe he can turn this thing around, but he does not have a lot of time. And I really want to make that poignant. He does not have a lot of time. It's gotta it's gotta happen, and it's gotta happen. because at the end of the day, this is not about satisfactory awards and and just oh you did it you tried your best yada 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 this is still a business and business decisions have to be made at some point and so Houghton is going to have to step up we're going to have to get our O-line back healthy whoever's out um they're going to have to find some grit find some attitude find some get back um and then from a defensive standpoint I think defensively we can build off the second half we can build off the second half of of what we what we did today um still (laughs) giving up you know, 49 and, and, you know, 50 from, from last week, it's, it's, it's not going to get the job done. But there's, you still have to look at a positive from a defensive standpoint. Offensively, I, I, don't, I don't know what the answers are. I have so many questions and I don't have any answers for them um, because I just expected so much more from this offense. Um, there were times today, and, and we saw this, they couldn't guard C.J. Johnson. I don't know if he got injured or hurt late, but he was not a big factor late into the game. Um, at times, they couldn't guard Blake Pro. We couldn't get the ball down to him. Houghton was missing on some wide-open throws. Houghton was making some bonehead decisions. Um, I, I just I don't know what the answers are. I really don't. The, the one thing I'll say is it looked like to me, I, I was watching Holden and, and C.J. Johnson on the sidelines. At one point, Holden Hailers walked up to C.J., um, gave him a hug, gave him like a tap on the head, and, and kind of walked away. And, I mean, we know we know those two guys are boys. That goes back to their days at D.H. Conley. Those guys are boys. Um, but, Artie, I, I kind of the, – the only question, other question I have for you, like, really, is outside of the interception, can you give me the one positive takeaway from today? And I, I've got one. I, I, I will say, from a special team standpoint, I think we played excellent. You know, that block punt – was a big momentum changer, and we ha- we had an opportunity because we had to block punt the touchdown, the scoop and score touchdown, and then our defense had was it an interception or three and out that they had? It was a three and out. It was a three and out in which we had an opportunity to cut it to seven or eight. It was a, we had an opportunity to cut it to a one score game with about six seven minutes left, and so we really did have an opportunity to win this game, and we just didn't take it, and we didn't have the fight to take it and that's what really disappointed me but I will say the one takeaway I will say is like I said I think defensively we locked down in the second half we only gave them one true touchdown offensively in the second half even though we had a horrendous first half um I mean we can we can we can take away look look, that we can build upon this defense going forward and and I can't believe I'm saying this but we might have to rely on our defense in these games going forward and if that's the case I you know Maybe one or two wins, so I don't know. Um, I mean, yeah, we I mean we held we held them to two touchdowns in the second second half. Whatever Coach Blake Harrell and, and that second touchdown was a garbage touch. That was at the end of the game. Well, the game was pretty much over. The, one of them was a pick six. Well, they well they scored a they scored an offensive touchdown late with like yeah. a minute or two left. But so yeah, that that's the o- the only offensive touchdown that they scored in the second half was a garbage touchdown. Um, the first the other one. 
was a, I believe, about 45-yard uh, pick six mm-hmm. um, re- interception return for a touchdown. Um, yeah, that, that that's tough. Already, the the one thing that I will say, like the the biggest takeaway from me, um, on looking at our offense, which played terribly today, it was it was nice to see some of these guys like Tyler Sneed get the ball. Last week they had targets, they weren't coming down with. It. Mm-hmm. They we, I mean C.J. Johnson last week had two receptions. Um, Audio Matosha led the led the team in, in receiving last week. Um, this week, it, it was a little bit different. Tyler Sneed, let's see, I, I'm pulling it up. Tyler Sneed had 11 receptions for 111 yards, averaging 10.1. His long was uh, his long was 31 yards. He played. I mean, Tyler Sneed played well. Mm-hmm. Blake Prohl played well. 11 receptions, 83 yards. Um, but for a team that had 29 receptions. For twenty-two of them to come from those, just those two guys, you got to open up the offense. Not but, to mention, not to mention that we only had fifty yards rushing on the day. I was, I was just about to so, say that. we had negative one rushing yards through how many quarters? It, through most of the second, first half, it was. It, we had almost an entire. We won almost an entire half of football with negative one rushing yards. We do not have a rushing attack, and Mooney, Mooney was dressed. And he didn't play. And I and I understand some coaches say, well, you know, we knew he wasn't going to play, and we wanted to dress well, him as a, as a scare tactic. He, he played. He played on. He played on special teams. He was out there on special teams. Like I said, he didn't play. <laughs> but that scare tactic goes out the window once you see that one of your who was supposed to be the number one guy coming into the season, he doesn't he doesn't go out on any offensive snaps the first two or three offensive possessions. That that other side knows. Okay, he's not going to be a factor today. He's just not going to be a factor. We had no rushing attack. You cannot open up the passing game if you have nothing going for you on the ground rushing. So the the one thing I will say about our offense, the play calling today was terrible. The first the first half, all we were doing, we were throwing a bunch of wide receivers or wide receiver screens and throwing a bunch of screen passes. That that's all we were doing. And when you're doing that, you you can't get up and down. You can't get north south, and you get maybe two yards. But that our our offense right now, without a run game, you can't just get two yards on a pass play every down. And I and I don't want to get into a situation where we're saying, oh, well, it's your fault. It's your fault. You suck and you suck and you suck. Because everybody we, we we obviously don't have the answers ourselves. I wish I wish I did, but. What I need to see, not want, what I need to see from this team is fight. I need to see fight. I need to see that they actually want this. You've got all these athletes are scholarship athletes. I need to see that you want this. I I just didn't see the need or the urgency to win. And that's what disappointed me the most. It wasn't that we lost. Like I said, I can take a loss. I can't take not competing. I, I can't. I just can't take it. So... That's my takeaway. Yeah, um, yeah, same same thing. Um, I want to I want to take it this. Uh, we've got some some res- responses on social media. Um, one we we got a we got a message from um, Rich Devita the third. Hope I pronounced that right. Uh, I believe that's RD three on. No, it's Rich Devita three. Mm-hmm. 
on on, on Twitter. Um, this this is the message that that we got from from Rich after asking for comments and, and questions. Um, this is the message we got. I don't understand. Uh, we have had a few decently high ranked recruiting classes in a row. We have P five transfers. We have a highly regarded coaching staff that has been together at multiple other winning programs. We've upgraded facilities, added a nutritionist, rebuilt the weight room. We have a higher budget than most of these teams, including Georgia State. Why do we still suck? Why? What's the disconnect? Um, Rich, I, I don't have an answer for you. The only answer that I can give you is, and I, I heard people talking about this, I heard I heard somebody say this at the game, like, don't and I'm not I'm not using this as an excuse, but this is a different year than any ever than we've ever had. This team is as we saw today, is ill prepared. The team and that that's on the coach. That's on that's on the coaching staff. And we But uh, but our opponents are not ill prepared. So there's no excuse in that. No, no. But also you gotta look at where these opponents are coming from. These opponents are playing are coming from states UCF and Georgia that have, I mean, they basically have had no restrictions on what they can and cannot do. And I, I think that that has maybe affected us. Um, but once again, that's, that's not an excuse that that's, that's not an excuse. I, I saw something from Ronnie Woodward just to kind of follow that up. Ronnie Woodward put out a, a article about, kind of the power rankings of the of the state football programs. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them are having a down season. They're not, they're not playing well. Um, NC State got a big win today on the road at Pittsburgh. Cool. Congrats. Fuck State. Um, the, the, the thing that I'll say is this team looks ill-prepared. And talking about – talking about these transfers, talking about this these new recruits. These new recruits, they – I mean, they came in – this year, because we've got we've got a lot of freshmen on this team. Mm. They came in this year, and they their spring practice got cut short. Didn't get with a new defensive coordinator coming in. Didn't get a they they didn't get to get all those systems in place. Um, and then they've had to, they had to stop what twice mm-hmm. in the fall when they when things started going back again. That. They didn't have enough time. And then you're also – I mean, Coach Houston mentioned it in his press conference after the game. you got a lot of guys that are, are out, still coming back. Um, I, I heard so, something through the grapevine that, um, like, Chris Willis, I mean, he just came back. But then first play that he gets to play at ECU. Yeah, it's, it's a targeting. It's a targeting. Or first game he gets to play at ECU. And, and that ECU. was the right call. It, it was the right call, but it, there, there was – there are some calls that just didn't go our way that should have gone our way um, today, and and that was one of those ones that that, that sucked. Uh, but if if I can add to that answer, it it just it doesn't look like the guys are having fun. They don't look like they're having fun. They still look like a team that's trying to find their identity, and that that goes off what you were saying with the restrictions. And I get all that, but at the end of the day, if you're not having fun, you're not going to win football games. I need energy on the sideline. I need these guys at least act act the part. Act the part. <laughs> if you're not going to be the part, at least act the part. You got to have fun. And it, it just doesn't look like any of these guys are out there having fun. 
Um, and that and that's saddening. I was I was like I said, I, and I'll bring this up again. The body language it just looked atrocious from our sideline, all four quarters. Um, and so yeah, it, it just doesn't look like anybody's out there having fun. So yeah, and Aria, I don't know like if you had this same uh, reaction to the post game press conference. We'll we'll, uh, we'll once we get the audio audio from that, um, we'll we'll. We'll add that to this this episode, but um, we don't have that yet. But we'll uh, and, and we're about to throw it over there here here in a little bit. But as you'll hear from from Holt Naylor's and his in his press conference and and Warren Saba, they're both you could tell they were both upset. They were both very down. They should be pissed. It, it, Upset's not not the right. They should be pissed the hell off. That's how they should feel right now. They they are. I mean, they're upset that they that they're losing the way they are. They're upset for them. They're upset for the team. They're upset for Pirate Nation. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I will say like that. That's don't don't think that these kids and these coaches don't care. They do care. From talking, oh, to yeah, them, they absolutely care. From talking to them. But they just don't know who they are yet. They have not they found their identity. They don't. They do but, not know what they are as a football team. But that I believe that's coming. And who knows? I, I think that next week is a winnable game. But then again, I thought the same thing about this week. Um, they, they've got to figure out the first quarter jitters. I mean, last week against UCF, how that went, not great. Then this week, giving up 21 against Georgia State. And then they got to, they got to figure out the offense. Defense, the defense will be what the defense is. Mm-hmm. The defense will keep you in a ball game. Uh, they need work, but they'll keep you in a ball game. The offense has to be able to go out there and punch them in the throat. But I, and, and I do want to end this on a positive note. Pirate fans came to Atlanta today to throw a party. We came out, and it, it, under the circumstances, we came out in droves. Like oh, yeah. I said, we had we had more pirate fans than than Georgia State fans. We were ready to celebrate a pirate victory and go out and party with our boys and have a good time. We showed up to Atlanta. So I want I want to shout out all the pirate nation, the faithful current students, alumni, yada, that parents that that came out and supported um, because we we were ready to to, to throw down. Yeah. I know that's for sure. And. Artie and I are still going to hit the town tonight. Absolutely, we're, we're in Atlanta, baby. We're, we're going to go. We're going to go out to eat. Um, depending on when you're listening to this, if you're staying the night in Atlanta, we're probably going to hit uh, sports and social. Um, quick little plug there. You can you can come hang out with us. Um, we're going to go watch that Auburn Georgia game. Um, but next question, Artie, Stephen, which is at Pi Pirate Season. I don't know Pirates Pirates and Braves. <laughs> Uh, the the way that he's got it spelled it's P I R eight Z N B R A V E S. Okay. Uh, congratulations, Stephen, on on the Braves making it to the to the division series. Uh, shout out to that. I'm a Braves fan myself. But he asks, uh, is is this the worst O line ECU has ever had? Um, this is this is not good. It was not a, It was not a. <laughs> Good O line. That's it's not good right now either. Um, so I would say, quite possibly, yes. Um, this is the worst O line I've seen in in the almost ten years that I've been watching EC football. 
Yeah, I, I, I will say, I mean, not since the Shane Carden era have we had an excellent O-line or a very good O-line. Um, you know, the last three to four years, we really haven't had a good O-line. But from what I've seen today, what I saw last week, yeah, this, this, this O-line is kind of pushing it on the verge of, you know, just not getting it done. You know, I, like I said, I, I, it had to have been 65 to 70% of the snaps, offensive snaps, where, you know, Holt Naylor's was either quarterback pressured or having to scramble out of a dire situation or getting sacked. So, you know, if, 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 if you've got to defend in your face in a second and a half or two seconds, there's really not much you can do. And so that's, that's, a, that's a huge plug that we've got to fill, a huge hole that we've got to fill, actually. Yeah, that, the offensive line needs to we, – we, we need – and this goes back to the recruiting thing. We need bigger guys on the offensive line. And those, our running backs are, are young for the most part. I mean, Keen Mitchell and Raji Harris, uh, we saw, saw them a lot today. We saw them a little – we saw them today. Mainly it was Darius Penix and Chase Hayden, who we were expecting – um, still not, still not quite sure about Demetrius Mooney. Um, I, I really want to figure that out. That, that I'm definitely gonna ask if, if I get a chance to be on the press conference this week. I'm definitely gonna have to ask uh, Coach Easton. I, I, what's I just going don't, on with I him. just don't understand why you dress a kid if he's not really gonna play. I, I just, I, he was fully dressed. He was. So I, I just, I don't, I don't understand that. Yeah. Um. But the offensive line needs needs work. Um. And. You saw you saw some of those big tight ends, uh, Zach Bird, coming in and and trying to help bolster that offensive line, but they they really weren't able to to help in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully hopefully we'll do that. Um, we'll see we'll see more of that here in the in the coming weeks. A better offensive line. Um, but yeah, now now it's time to watch this one. You, you can't you can't sit on this one. For more than twenty four hours, uh, it's already over. We're on the next week, twenty four hour rule. It's already over. That, that I mean, that, and that's what that's what uh, Hole Naylor said. That's what Coach Houston said. That's what Warren Saber said. Um, you got you got to wash it, rinse, and then go out there, work hard. And last week they said we got to work on on turnovers. Yeah, they didn't win the turnover battle. The turnover battle was a wash. It was three three, but they forced turnovers. Something that hasn't been done really at ECU for some time now. And and I I told you this during the game. If you would have told me we would have had two interceptions and a we, pick six, we tweeted it during, out during during that game, and we'd still be down twenty. I'd have told you no way in hell. So, but that's what happened. Yep. Um. But yeah, you gotta gotta get ready for USF. Uh, we'll we'll preview them this uh this coming week on the Boneyard Podcast. Uh, we we hope you enjoyed this. Um, if you're traveling back to back home to Greenville or North Carolina or wherever you may be going, uh, we we hope that you're traveling safe. Um, but here here's our press conference, also with Coach Houston. Um, we'll play that before before we head out. We gave we gave our thoughts on it, and then uh, and then we'll, then we'll then we'll go from there. Okay. Well, Artie, um, let's wrap this thing up. ECU loses to Georgia State by 20, 49 to twenty nine, here in Atlanta. Um, Tough day for for the Pirates, mm-hmm. um, but it, but it's time to like we said, wash it and uh, rinse, and then get back at it tomorrow. We're, we're watching some film.
Um, but Pirate Nation, uh, we love you. Stay safe. Be safe uh, getting home. And we'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk soon. Peace out. Much love. See ya. Hey, Coach, how are you, sir? Well, not real good. Yeah. Uh, what we'll do, Coach, is we'll uh, let you uh, open it up with a couple comments, and then we'll go right to Brian Bailey after that, okay? Sure. Um, you know, I was very disappointed in the loss. Uh, they were exactly the team that I thought they were. You know, hats off to them. They've done a great job building that program. You know, they look like a very experienced group, uh, very good up front on both sides of the football. Uh, obviously, we did not uh, handle that uh, atmosphere and them very well in the first half and got ourselves in a pretty big hole. Um, appreciate the way the kids fought back. And, you know, we at least got ourselves back in the game somewhat and gave ourselves a chance, uh, you know, maybe to have a, have, a, have a shot there at the end and just uh, – you know, a couple of mistakes there in the second half, fourth quarter that, uh, you know, just took our chances away. So, um, obviously, we've got to do a better job of preparing the group for, uh, you know, the start of the football game. Uh, you know, just, you know, after the pick six, which is as good a start as you can ask for, uh, we did not uh, handle everything very well. Coach, how disappointing was it not to be able to run the football and not be able to really protect Holton like you really want to? Well, I mean, it's, you're not going to be very good, good on offense if you can't do those two things. Can you take us through the fake field goal? What did you guys see as far as that opening up? Because it really was a spark in the second half. Yeah, I mean, it was there in the first half. So, uh, you know, we we really looked at it the last uh, – the field goal before uh, to make sure that, uh, that the look was there. And, you know, I just didn't know if – you know, Snead does hold for us, but I didn't know if they would catch him coming on the field. Uh, they didn't, and just a great play by him. Your defense in the second half, much improved? Do you think they really came around in the second half? Well, I mean, I think that, you know, you saw just, you know, very good offensive line, you know, did a great job in the first half of picking up some of our pressures and giving giving uh, the quarterback some time and giving the running back some holes. And I thought that the second half, you know, we handled the speed of their offensive line better, fit things better. Um, you know, a couple plays, uh, you know, we're just, just there to make the play and, and couldn't quite make the play. But for the most part, the second half played uh, played fairly decent defensively. Okay, well, now I'll open it up to uh, questions for everybody else. Coach Houston, at this point, what would you say is the identity of this year's football team? Well, I mean, that's, that's the big question right now. I mean, uh, you know, you, you thought you had, you know, a few things coming into the season. Obviously, what you do on the field shows your true identity. I know what I want it to be. I know what, you know, teams I have coached in the past are, and, and we certainly are not that yet. Um, I think that, uh, you know, hopefully we can use every experience to improve. And, you know, it's every every experience for some of these guys is their first. And so, uh, you know, hopefully they can learn from that and be better the next time. Coach, it didn't look like it was going to be much of a ball game there in the second half. All of a sudden, you made a ball game out of it. Um, you've got to take some positives out of that aspect of it, at least. It looked like there was a, a possibility of even maybe getting the win there at the end. But uh, what do you take out of this this whole affair? Well, I mean, it's just, you know, you felt like you got in such a big hole there in the first half. It just makes it really, really tough. And certainly, you know, we made a couple of special teams play there in the second half and got us back in the ball game, played, played well defensively. But, 
you know, we've got, we just got to be better. We've got to be better coaches. We've got to be better you know, players. We've got to execute better. Uh, we've just got to, we've got to push ourselves to continue to improve. Coach, no offensive touchdowns today and obviously three non-offensive touchdowns. Just how disappointing is that when really you kind of expected the offense early in the season to maybe help carry the, the defense? Yeah, it's very disappointing. You know, certainly we all have higher expectations uh, for how we perform on the field. And uh, disappointing we didn't get that output. You know, certainly would have made a huge difference in the ball game. Uh, you know, certainly excited to get two special team scores. Uh, and to get a defensive score, so uh, we just got to we got to improve on that side of the football. Uh, we got to improve everywhere, but uh, you know we obviously got to improve on that side of the football this week. When you look at the start, coach, it, last week you, you had the touchdown drive off the kickoff. Today you scored the first play. Is it frustrating when you you weren't able to to build on that, and the other team kind of punched right back and kind of took momentum so quickly? Yeah, I mean it's you know usually if you can grab the momentum. Uh, gives you a tremendous uh, advantage at the beginning of the ball game. Uh, we wanted to start fast. We did. You know, great play by Warren. Uh, I thought, I, 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 I'm really proud of that kid. Uh, you know, he's he's matured so much and improved so much since I got here, and just really played played his tail off today. And um, but you know, to follow that up, you know, just really disappointed we couldn't get get anything built on top of that, get anything going, um, and really you know put ourselves in a big hole there early. Coach Deontay was out today. Was that health related? Yes. And are you surprised at just how much the line has struggled early in the year? I know you guys said you felt you would be better up front. Has that been a surprise at all? Yeah, I mean it's you know it's it's tough today. I mean we still got you know Noah and Deontay out as two of our more experienced guys. Uh, have some new guys in there. Um, have some guys playing you know well, but also you know some guys making some mistakes. Um, but you know we've got to get that corrected and. We got to play better up front. You know, it all starts offensively right there. Going on that, what is that dynamic like? You think with Holton, it seems like just the fact that he's scrambling and trying to do a lot. You know, moving around the in the the pocket. Uh, is that have an effect, obviously, on his play at times? You think? Well, sure. I mean, it's you know, in, in my opinion, the the way you have you know give your quarterback his best opportunities is by being able to run the football effectively and thus and thus protect him. Uh, you know, in the passing game, and you know, we're not doing either one very well. Um, and then, you know, on, on his back, he's got to make better decisions. You know, he's he's making some decisions that are really you know, putting us in some tough situations. So we just we've got to we've got to coach better, and we got to play better on that side of the football, definitely. Coach, the interception McMillan had, they ruled it it wasn't a touchback. What was the explanation there? They said his momentum carried him into the end zone which is most likely the correct call. Coach. Great, great teaching moment for Jaquan right there that, you know, he does need to try to bring it out, you know, if, the, if his momentum carries him in. So we'll, we'll get that corrected tomorrow. Coach, it looked like on the pick six by Sable that you had a blitz coming from that side of the field and maybe rushed him a little bit. Yeah, we did. You know, we wanted to try to get his face early. Uh, try to rattle him as much as we could. And, you know, worked out on the first play, but boy, he came back and played an excellent ball game. He's, he's, you know, we, we expected him to be a good player. I mean, it's, he's a really talented young man. How helpful is it to have a Jake Verity, you know, can go out there and get points on the board for you? Well, certainly I've said many times, it's good to have Jake. 
Any other questions for Coach? I got a question. Last one. Coach, you've experienced this virtually no fans from a home standpoint and now in a road game and kind of contrast the two, if you would. As far as the atmosphere here and the atmosphere at home? Yes, sir. Well, you know, at least we did have a few fans here. And, uh, you know, we had several ECU fans on our side and just really appreciate them and being here to support the kids and, uh, you know, be glad when we have more of them to support them. Uh, you know, hopefully the next time that, uh, you know, we're at home, we'll be able to have, you know, a pretty good contingency. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Coach. Thanks. Okay, everybody, players will be here in just a second, okay? Coach Okay, we'll open it up to questions for uh, Holton. Holton, how do you best summarize this one? I know offensively you guys struggled throughout the day. What's kind of your take on the game? It is disappointed. Um, starts with me. Um, yeah, I came here to win games. That's what we got to do. Um, it starts with me, though. It seemed like the offensive line had some trouble protecting. I know you don't want to use that as an excuse, but you were on the run for a lot of the day. I guess how tough was it with them getting consistent penetration? Yeah, um, I got to be athletic enough to make plays even when that happens. Um, I just got to make good decisions when I do. Um, I mean, it, like I said, I mean, it just starts with me, and I got to be better. Holden, can you compare the, the two atmospheres at all in Greenville last weekend and then there? It seems like there was more fans. Was it different at all, or how did that kind of play into to things at all? Yeah, I mean, it was definitely different. Um, you know, when momentum was swinging and we have fans behind our back, I mean, that's totally different than – I mean, we had 250 last week, but in a 50,000-seat stadium, um, you know, that's a little bit different, but – um, you know, our fans were, I mean, we had more fans than them, to be honest. So um, I appreciate them coming, and uh, we just got to play better for them. Well, you look like you took a bit of a rush for much of the game. Um, How did you come out of it physically overall? Yeah, I'm good. Um, just ready to get back to next week. After last week, that second half, the running game was such a positive momentum. And then today, I mean, it was just not much room to run. It obviously, just – not many positive rushes today. What was maybe the difference in, in last week to this week with, with running specifically? Yeah, I mean, they schemed us good. Um, I mean, they had a good defensive front. We'll give it to them. But, um, you know, it doesn't matter how good they are. we got to be just as good or better. Um, just got to keep working. Like I said, I mean, we got to win ball games here. I came here to win, and that's what we got to do. So, it's got to be better. Well, what do you have to do this week to get ready and beat the uh, USF? I mean, just prepare. Um, be better in general. Um, we we got to get this losing out of us, um, including me. Just uh, it's tough when you work so hard at something and uh, it doesn't always you know go right. We just got to keep working. Okay, one last question for Holton. No one. Okay, thanks, Holton. Appreciate it. Thanks. Okay. Hey, Warren, how you doing? I'm good, man. Okay, uh, Warren, we're going to just open it up to questions, so guys are going to talk to you for a few minutes, okay? All right, that's cool. Uh, Warren, walk us through the, the pick six. You guys couldn't have started any better. I know it didn't end well, but just walk us through that play and what that moment was like. Uh, it goes back to uh, last night. Uh, coach uh, just told us the pitcher 
you know, picture us playing the game. Uh, and uh, I saw myself making a couple plays, and it happened to be the first game. I mean, first play of the game. So, uh, pretty exciting. Uh, and yeah, that's it. What changed after that with, with the defense or what they did offensively? Um, mistakes. Uh, we shot ourselves in the foot a couple times and uh, put us behind the eight ball. I mean, uh, we eliminate mistakes, as you guys can see. We, we one of the best defenses out here. So uh, go, go back into this week, uh, eliminate mistakes, and, and let's play uh, let's play with football. Warren, it's kind of the second straight week where you go into halftime and things kind of slipped away in that first half from y'all. Is that kind of tough or deflating when you're regrouping at halftime and you know you're, you're two, three touchdowns down at that point in the game? No, nah, it's never deflating. Uh, you know, you just got to stay up, man. It's a, it's a team game, man. You just got if to you, – if you stay positive, the next man next to you is going to stay positive, man. You got to keep your head up. As you see, uh, you know, we kept our head up to the fourth quarter, got into a close game, and – uh, just unfortunately, we couldn't pull it out. Go back to the interception. Can you take us through what you saw on the play and, and how you were able to read it? Um, going into the week, uh, I knew the quarterback was a, a one-read uh, quarterback. Uh, coach called the play, and I, I executed my job. Seen the quarterback looking and broke at, on the ball. What was it like being able to see the special teams get those back-to-back -to -back touchdowns to give you guys a chance to stay in it? Oh, man, it's big, man. Uh, you know, we, we, we preach special teams, special teams, special teams all the time. So for, for us to execute on special teams is, is really big. Warren, it seems like at times the team plays really well for a string of series. And then once one thing goes bad, maybe it kind of snowballs. What will it take for you guys to maybe get over that and kind of put a stop to some of those big streaks? Uh, you can ask a question again, sorry. Yeah, like there are times like against UCF, they scored on three or four series in a row, and then today they seem to get momentum, and it's hard to get it back. What do you think it'll take to maybe stop those streaks, get the momentum back on you guys' side quicker? I just uh, – composure, man. Uh, I think we get too excited, you know, and, and we get worked up about things. But if we if we just, you know, stay solid and have good composure, I believe that uh, we, can, we can make those runs, like, stop. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? So – you got another road win. You got another road game coming up with USF. What do you have to do to beat them this coming week? Uh, well, I don't know yet. We got to watch the film. So, uh, got done with this game. I'll find out tomorrow what what the game plan is. Hope we got to get that win. One more question for Warren. Okay, Warren. Thank you very much. Uh, Drive again, then. All right, thank you.